0: according to some members of Congress uh, who would like to know why. Uh, Here with uh, an update on the uh, whole story is WJR's Marie Osborne. Uh, Good morning, Marie.
1: And good morning, guys. The Food and Drug Administration has entered into a consent decree with Abbott Industries in Sturgis, Michigan, which will allow the plant to reopen in the next couple of weeks. This is a legally binding agreement that will require the company to take some steps in response to violations found at the plant, a court has to approve this agreement, by the way. Now, the first formulas, this is what everybody wants to know. The first formulas will begin production. Uh, will will be the specialty brands, and they're going to begin production of Similac and other formulas after they get those specialty brands out of the way. The company said it will take six to eight weeks uh, for products to reach store shelves. In some cases, it may take a little longer. Some experts say the shortage could last into the end of the year, but the FDA commissioner, Dr. Robert Califf, told NBC he doesn't think that.
2: We don't expect it to last to the end of of the year uh, by any means. We're taking a number of measures, including getting all the manufacturers to step up, getting the Sturgis plant uh, up and going, but also uh, importing or bringing to bear product that was intended for other countries.
1: Uh, now, Kevin, you alluded to this a moment ago. Last October, a whistleblower report was filed with the FDA, but the department did not act on the information until months later. Dr. Califf says they will get to the bottom of why that happened. Uh,
2: there will be a full investigation of the timeline. We'll do everything possible to correct any um, errors in timing that we had. Uh, so that we don't repeat uh, any mistakes that may have been made.
1: And Abbott says it's been working on improvements for months now, updating education, training, safety procedures for employees and visitors, updating protocols regarding water cleaning and maintenance procedures. Those are just a few of the things that they say they've been working on. And one last thing, the FDA has found five strains of something called the coronobacter at the Sturgis facility But none match this outbreak strain. The discovery of the five types of that uh, bacteria does, however, suggest ongoing problems at the facility, not just a single incident.
0: Wow. Uh, Yeah. So uh, we talk about warning signs about a lot of different issues, you know, and here... Right now, we're worried about babies going hungry. Uh, you know, not a, not enough. This here's here's a warning sign in 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 a uh, whistleblower report. And I just I I hate to think that that they hit somebody's desk and they set it off to the side and said, "I'll get to that later." I I just it's 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 frustrating to me. Uh, we talk about it you know with uh school shootings we talk about with all these other things what were the warning signs what were the warning signs i just wonder are all of us doing enough to act on warning signs regardless of what the issue is it seems like it's possible that if this had been taken seriously right away they might have identified the problems earlier and been able to uh, do something about the plant before we ran out
1: and it's interesting in that inter- interview with nbc that we used uh, some of the audio here dr robert Kellip. Did not at all get into, because he was asked, why did that report get, why did did someone sit on it, essentially? And he had no answer. All he would say was the cut that we gave you there where he said, uh, you know, we're going to look into that. So um, the audit had to do with uh, staffing and practices, cleaning, lack of traceability, uh, failure to take corrective measures, even um, releasing untested Infant formula, falsification of documents. This was, hmm. this was not just a, you know, like um, I caught somebody uh, turning off the water spigot or something like that. <laughs> I mean, this, is, this was serious stuff that this report said.
2: Well, falsification of documents would be very serious if they're trying to cover something up. But, but still, the type of bacteria that, these, uh, that killed these two babies, sadly, that bacteria was not found in the plant, Correct.
1: So, so uh, they 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 did find that at the plant. This, uh, it's called *Coronobacter sakazaki* is the name of the bacteria. So they did find it at the plant, but it's not. This is something, by the way, that's found in our natural environment. This is not some weird thing that you know all of a sudden it turned up in this factory. This is something that's found in our environment it's not it wasn't the same strain so they went to the homes of the babies who got sick four of them two of them died they checked that formula that was in their cans and yes it had that bacteria but it wasn't the same strain as what was found at the factory hmm. abbott abbott came out and said that okay that's fine but they but they nonetheless have other problems that, that right. they need to address
0: yeah when you talk about uh, the changing the way they clean things and all of those things and making sure and testing and all of those things um, um, so the good news is though that they they are coming back online yes um, so that's
1: the really the big headline yeah and,
0: and and how do you feel that six to eight week period um, will what what impact will that have i mean what do we do for six to eight weeks that's uh, i guess my question
1: well there's still you know a lot of parents out there who are still having serious problems getting formula and uh six to eight weeks is great that we're seeing light at the end of the tunnel but you know in some cases it's going to be 12 weeks so depending on where you live or the kind of brand that you need to have the kind of formula you need to have so it could be problematic um I've to- said many times we we have a brand-new grandchild, an adopted child that we're Ooh-hoo. thrilled about, yes. and this baby has to have formula. There's mm. no other way for this baby. And just this month, my daughter told me that their uh, their they were told that their shipment this month would not come. So she has a backlog for one month, but she says after that, now I've got to start working to find out where I'm going to get it. So six to eight weeks is not going to do her any good. That's still not to help her out and she's one of the lucky ones gotta are a go lot in the of- black
2: market you know to get oh. those uh, baby formula dealers you know uh, Nestle it seems like is shipping a couple of the products from different parts of the world from the Netherlands and I think also from uh, another I think it's I don't know where else their offices are but they're you know we're often citing supply chain issues but it doesn't seem they're having the same issues in Europe that we're having in the United States. Does that speak of the, the gravity and the, the massive impact that this Abbott Laboratories and being shut down has on this country here in the United States?
1: I think there's two things at play here. I think because we only have these four factories in this country that produce the baby formula and Abbott providing 40%. I mean, that's a huge percentage. So I think that's an inherent problem. I also uh, did some reading and and read that In Europe, their standards for formula are different. And I'm not saying better or worse. I'm just saying they're different. So Mm. they don't quite follow the same regulations that we do. We have more regulations here. So I think that's maybe why they don't have quite the same problem there.
2: It might be why we only have four of these basically baby formula manufacturers here in the country because of... Uh, tighter regulations.
1: It's possible, but yeah. let's not also forget that, you know, that way, you know, companies have a monopoly and they can make more money that mm-hmm. way too. Absolutely. We have to look at that too. Yeah.
2: Monopolies are not good. And yeah. we're seeing one of the reasons why right now. Thanks so much, Marie Osborne. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Uh, we're going to take your calls coming up next year. 800 800-859-0, WJR.